Welcome back to the Two Perspectives podcast, the podcast where you're always guaranteed to get at least two perspectives. And I don't want to say too much more because you wanted to introduce today's topic, Linda. I definitely do. And so today's topic, we're going to think a little bit about what it was like to be our 12-year-old self. And a lot of times we go back and we look at that place in time and we will ask the question, what would I tell my younger self? And in the line of work that I do coaching, I was realizing that my coaching actually began when I was 12. And I hadn't really thought about it much until recently when I've been doing some coaching about how some of those elements seem to show up. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about why that is. And in my perspective, I think that the reason why that is, is because other people, society, or even ourselves, we have told ourselves, you know, about that time period. And so we have our experience and what our personal take on that is. And sometimes I think that we tend to discount those times because we were just curious and learning and we didn't have all of the knowledge that we have as we grow older. However, the thing that came to the surface for me was the whole fact that who we are at that younger age, it doesn't completely go away. And a lot of times we think about we want to extend compassion to that younger self, or we want to teach that younger self some lessons that we didn't know then that we know now. But what if we knew what we knew then and we forgot and it wasn't until we got older that we remembered that was my experience. I realized when I was doing some coaching that my area of coaching extends from relationship, communication, it could be career coaching, it could be leadership, all of these different tracks. But what I realized, what lights up when I am doing it is when I'm talking about relationships. And I thought about why is that? Why is it that relationships come to the surface? I mean, I know that I'm a relator and I enjoy connecting people. But the reason why that is, is because of that 12 year old self. That's when it started. It started out on the simple playground, right? And as crazy as it sounds, when you're growing up and you're just starting to figure out um, who the boys are and the girls are trying to figure out who the boys are, you know, those conversations happen. And I just remember that somebody had brought up that someone had stole their boyfriend, some other girl, you just know, like I imagine them like picking up the person, like taking them under their arm and just like walking off. <laughs> so, so yeah. And I just remember uh, at the time I didn't have a boyfriend myself. So, you know, who am I to give relationship advice? But I just remember that I had said that people don't take other people, people go where they are valued and wanted. And maybe that's just what happened. They had a preference to go with somebody else. No girl or boy has the, the, the power to go take somebody else. People go to where they want to go to. And so that's really how it started. And that piece there, it just has kind of stayed with me when people talk about their interpersonal relationships, the things that work well, the things that are hard, the things that are difficult to go through. And so people start looking at themselves and, and 
you know, we're always trying to suppress that 12 year old self. I'm like, no, maybe that 12 year old self had it right. And we should bring him to the surface. So that is my like take on this topic. And so Mess, do you have an example of where this has played out for you? I mean, do you agree? Do you think that your 12 year old self had some elements of, of uh, greatness that maybe you've discounted along the way? Definitely. Definitely. But of course, like looking back at now, everything you do, for example, when I do something now that like I did when I was 12, like I go back to it, it's so much easier because of all the knowledge we've gathered. But like looking at things that I like loved when I was 12, like I really loved creating scenarios, like playing with my fantasy, if it was drawing, just like playing by myself, combining things always like wanted really to like have my mind activated and it, i think feel like it's the same thing now like the true thing that really makes me come to life is creating something if it's like creating a podcast like me and linda are doing right now like helping with like the back end of a website but creating something like that's what i'm really passionate about and it's like not necessarily like in one area as you can hear like there's plenty of different areas um, creating something like what else could it be like even making something like simple like buying furniture like i like that like that gratification you get when you have created something done something nice so i think like that's the main thing for me and also like going back to like what a lot of people say and like what i've done myself like looking back at my 12 year old self, just if I knew that, like, especially with the relationships, because when I was 12, like that age, like up until like even 20, like I was very bad at communicating with girls because I was just too scared to do it. But like then getting that experience, like, I was thinking back, fuck, if I just knew the stuff I know now back then, school would have been like heaven. I would like could pick every, like I would be the one that stole another person's girl but again like that younger self those challenges are the things we need to go through to get where we are like we are only at the place we're currently at because of the challenges we have gone through and decided to take on so like that's my perspective on it and so where i want to take it from there is okay so we've gone through all these things so we can become the person that we are and so to take it one step further, where I started in the opening was that we don't need to suppress that person. We just need to take those good parts and bring them forward. And I don't think that a lot of us tend to do that unless we get it ourselves into a situation where all of a sudden it surfaces. Um, one of the things I think is really important as we get older is that we don't lose our curiosity. We don't lose our creativity. The moment Completely we're not- agree with you. The moment we're not being curious, we're not being creative, then that's where we start to not value some of these things that were our gifts that were shown to us early on. We need to, you know, if anything, is to look back at what we did and to bring to the surface and rediscover and take those things forward. Actually, I think there's a lot to learn from like being a kid, when especially when it comes to like happiness and just going down the path you want in life. Because when I think about the times that I've enjoyed the most being carefree, like was some of the times like as a kid, like sometimes were better than others. Like I had certain years in school, 
terrible, but I also had like other years in school thinking back on it, like my fondest memories in life because everything was just perfect. Didn't have to take school that serious. Didn't have like a whole lot to do. So I can just like enjoy life. I was always around my friends and like the school environment compared to like, let's say work, it might be around good people at work still, but school is a lot more relaxed. So I think there's a lot to like look back on, especially when it also, as mentioned, comes to, to that passion and keep going. Because a lot of us just get locked into like when we become adults, we have to, to do certain things. And this is just like how life are. For example, you, Linda, just taking you as an example, you could very easily have like had this passion for coaching as you do. And now you're like striving towards like creating a life with that and income, all of these things. But you could also very easily have taken the decision, I'm just going to stick with accounting. That's safe. Instead of finding that kid inside you. Well, now you just nailed the, the head of the nail there. Um, yeah, you're right. Because that's actually why I picked accounting, because it was the safe avenue. It was the safe, or the safe path to be able to logically go through school, get the degree, get the job. And actually, I had a chat with my accounting advisor. And I remember, I don't even know why this came up, because... I don't know, you're going to talk to the business department, so you're probably going to major in business. But I remember talking about how I had an interest in psychology and I had the interest in teaching. And so I was told at the time, well, that's okay to be interested in the psychology. You can do that as a hobby. So, you know, okay, it's a hobby. <laughs> and so I and so I just went on in time, did the accounting, was very good at it. I've been doing it for many years. However, that little piece just kind of crept back in. And so I always found ways that I could be interested in, you know, psychology, entrepreneurship. And so those are the things that now I'm like, wow, I, I had it right then, you know, and, and did I go down the wrong path? I don't think so. I think that the accounting piece actually builds into being an entrepreneur because there's a lot of things that you would want to know that would play into that. And you know, psychology being something that's a hobby. Well, hey, you can always have hobbies. And so it, it did play out into that uh, place that it was the hobby, but then it became something that I started to do um, for volunteering. And then the volunteering has become something that I do that's paid. And so um, would I do it the same again? Would I, I mean, would I go down the accounting path? Who knows? I mean, who's to say what would have happened in my life? All I know is now that I know what I, had, you know, had realized just, you know, in the recent, uh, you know, weeks, months leading up to this, then I just want to take that, you know, knowledge and just go forward with it and bring up that piece. I don't want to go back to my 12 year old self and say, I didn't do it right. I want to go back to my 12 year old self and say, thank you. You gave me what I needed to do what I'm meant to do now. It doesn't matter, you know, how quick you go. It just matters that you're going in, in a direction that was pointed out to you. Most definitely. And as you mentioned yourself with accounting, a very valuable skill to have, especially as an entrepreneur. So I think like, even though you haven't gone down the passion path, as long as you have the right perspective on something, you're able to use it in life. Like me, for example, I write right now, I work at a, like a grocery store, supermarket. Like I don't like, I don't have my dream job, like walking around, like doing those kind of things, but it gave me the opportunity to, 
like learn management and like learn it slowly and from the ground up, which is something I'm passionate about. So therefore it's able to help me. And also with like the younger self, there's like, there's like just so many things and like just being curious, creating stuff. Um, I, I, this, my mind is just like going right now. So I don't even know what path I'm going down, Linda. Can you bring me back? Yes, I'd be happy to bring you back. Um, so the path that you were going down was that you may not be in your dream job right now, but what you said was most valuable and that's, it gives you the skill set to be able to learn management. And if you learn the management skill set, then you can move into entrepreneurship, sales, marketing, any of those different things. That'll be something where you work with people, which is why I know you're very passionate. We're, we're doing these podcasts because we're passionate about being able to bring messaging to people, to create a space when we bring on guests to have a conversation that we all can unwrap and learn something together. So all of these experiences stem from that curiosity of when we were younger and we decided and were intentional that we're not letting us be older, stop that curiosity. If anything, we're gonna you know, go out and play in that sandbox and we're not gonna put our age as something to define us from not being able to do that. And if anything, we're gonna just go out there knowing what we know today and just, you know, see where life takes us and um, just take Can that knowledge. Can I just knowledge. jump in here really sure. quick? Like one thing that I want to encourage everybody that's listening to this podcast is like, if you're in this situation, I guess again, using Linda as an example, or me, for example, even though like I see a, like a vision career path with my job, currently but like the situation that linda was in you find out accounting or whatever you're doing is not what you want to do for the rest of your life like realize that life is very very long like five years is, is actually quite a long time when you think about it five years takes time to go by and you have a lot of five years in your life so instead of focusing on like i'll oh, pick the wrong thing like everything sucks like think like constructively about it and find a way out of it. Like for example, like me and Linda are doing, using some more of a free time, like doing a podcast, find work you can do in your free time. You actually enjoy doing, like find something that's gonna help you in that way. Like that's one thing that I want to encourage people as listening to this. And I want them to take away from this podcast. Thank you for sharing that perspective because it's one that I really value. Um, you're not going to know 100% what you're meant to do in your life if you're not out there doing and trying and testing. You do those three things together, you're going to rediscover, redefine, and you can go out there and do anything that you'd like to do. And so the message that I want to leave everyone with today is do not discount your younger self. I want you to honor your younger self. And you're going to honor your younger self by taking that thing that you did or that thing you bring to the world and just really leaning into it and celebrating it and finding ways that you can bring that back to life and go off doing that. One thing I want to, to put in here as well before ending this off is if there's actually one thing that I would tell my younger self and I would encourage them to change. Like, let's say we jump back to around 18 when I started working full time. Get your finances in order. Actually plan stuff out. 
don't live like just improving everything, just going with the flow and just living month by month. Actually figure them out because it give you like a huge head start in life if you figure out your finances and also a way to make your money work, like you make your money work for you because that's one way where you always can make sure that you enjoy life is if you have a way to make your money work for you. Let's say in 20 years, if you're 30 right now, then you're 50. At least at that point, you're able to do what you really enjoy. So that's like, if I actually had to tell my younger self one thing, figure out your goddamn finances. It might be boring. It might not be as fun to save money as like going out and blowing them like on a trip in like a club, but which one are you going to enjoy like the most at the end of the year? Your portfolio stocks being at a higher amount or like that one clubbing night? Of course, balance them, but focus more on like the long term because life is a long journey. It doesn't like just end like this. For example, like Linda, like for how long have you started to like work on this coaching thing? But like how long have you all right. So it's been a gradual process. I've been coaching mid-level professionals for a very long time. I've been leading projects for a while. And so I would say it's been the last couple of years where I've really ratcheted up my efforts for mentoring, for delivering workshops that I've developed, for taking in clients, one-on-one -on -one coaching, and then most recently creating and delivering a group coaching program. That's, that's just happened in the last five months to everybody that just heard that that wasn't like a huge period of time like if you think about it today you know it's not going to change tomorrow but a couple of years are you not willing to put that extra work in for two five years to find a way to enjoy life because if you really want to enjoy life you're going to have to put that kind of work in towards your passion at a sooner or later point. And if you're down the wrong career path and you have certain responsibilities that mean you can't just drop everything because you're living at home, you actually have your own house, you have to pay like the mortgage, you have kids. Well, then you have to work harder. Wouldn't you say so, Linda? Actually, I'm gonna disagree from, with you just for just a minute. I'm not gonna say you have to work harder. You just have to work more effectively. You got to choose your path and then you put the actions and you consistently apply them to your path and you can actually change your trajectory. Something that might take you, you think five years, you can do in a matter of five months. And so that is what I have learned through my journey and my experience. And it took the value of working directly with some coaches to be able to execute in that development because by being surrounded with the right people that could give me the pathway that would be supportive in helping me to figure out how to execute it, it was all on me to go do it. But the moment that I had those things in place and I decided that I was going to do it, there wasn't anything that was going to stop me from doing that. It wasn't the money. It wasn't the time. It was only me that was going to stop me. And, and I'm all about going out and trying and seeing what works and what doesn't and consistently applying myself. So I actually worked more effectively because when I first started my journey, 
I thought it would take a couple of years, two to five years, but then I talked to a different coach who said, no, you're going to do this in a matter of months. And I thought he was out of his gourd, <laughs> to be honest. And, but sure enough, he had it all right. He knew something about me that I could execute this given the right resources and the right support. And I did, and I'm doing, and I will do. I'm actually, I'm very impressed in what you have achieved in like the amount of time. For, like I'm, I would thought it would take a longer period of time, but one thing that I think would be a funny addition to our next episode, Linda, is actually have an episode where you can't say the word coach, because I think <laughs> it's your favorite word. You can't say it all episode. Oh my gosh, you got me there. So I'm gonna have to get some duct tape. So I'm not saying the word coach, <laughs> coach, 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 coach. <laughs> yeah, you do love that word, which I is, do. like I... it proves you're passionate about it, which is like an amazing thing. Like just working with something you're passionate about. Like you can't like it's you can't even describe how important it is. Like how much would you like how would you describe the amount of happiness or the amount of joy you have compared to before you started really going down this path? Oh, it's like exponential, 10 times. <laughs> I would say it's goddamn worth it to me. Oh, oh you can see, it like, definitely how is. It can be done. If yes. you work intentionally, don't listen to me, listen to Linda. She's done a better job than I have. I'm just like, <laughs> work, work, work hard. But I think that's because I have so much fucking energy I need to burn. Yes, you do. And so we're going to redirect your energy as one of our next coaching exercises. <laughs> Actually, I think that would be fun. Let, let's do that. Let's do that. And with that being said, I just want to encourage everybody because all the value that we have given in this goddamn episode and we are giving every week, you at least give us like a, a follow, a subscribe, like to keep improving your life. So you're able to change in five months instead of five years. So you've heard it from Mess. Listen to Linda. And you're going to change your life in five months, not five years. And Mess is going to take on the challenge. And we're going to see if we can put him to the test and take what he thinks would happen in five years and happen in five months. That actually just got an idea. I want to share it here. It, that would be like a funny kind of interesting podcast to make. Like kind of that coaching, that journey. I like that. Maybe we okay. should try something with that. I'm just going to leave that in. So if the people want to hear that, let us know. And you can let us know in the links where you can connect with us.